Hello, peace setters. How are you doing? I believe you are doing great. Welcome to another enlightening and educating episode will be on the classroom. I am your favorite podcaster, your favorite author, Linda Ona. Before I move on, did you listen to the last episode, the book launch? If you haven't, please do go back to the previous episode and listen to my book launch. Beyond the Classroom, How Ordinary Students Become Great Achievers in Life is a must-read masterpiece. You need to go and grab your copy. Do search for it on Amazon. You can get your e-copy and your paperback on Amazon. Also, visit BookMe app. Search for BookMe app on Android Play Store to download your copy. Don't miss out. And kindly leave a review after reading the masterpiece. Thank you. Dear listeners, thank you for always listening every time I air an episode. You're the best. And don't forget to hit the button on all listening platforms. Do leave an audio message or feedback on Anchor FM. Do subscribe on Google and Jamit. Follow on Spotify, in-app podcast. Follow me on my social handle at Instagram at Onalinda, Twitter at Linda underscore Ona, and all the listening platforms. Thank you. Yes, back to today's topic. I would like to share with you all on the topic. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Pay attention. Have you ever sat down to reflect on what you're really afraid of? If you do want to live a meaningful life, there's some jamming questions we must always ask yourself. And that's when bringing this episode to you so that if you haven't thought of this before, you can sit down, search deeply within your heart to find answers. And that's why I'm sharing with you once again what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? I want you to get unstuck and fuel your success. Yes, if you think you can, you can. 
If you think you cannot, then you cannot. It is time to rise up, to get up, to face your fears, to go for your goals, to get your gold. Don't touch the dial. We'll be right back. Welcome back. What are you afraid of? Fear is a vital emotion which presents itself as irrational and makes us fear situations that are not life-threatening. It becomes a fool that holds us back instead of a friend that aids us when in need. Therefore, I stumbled upon the soul-inspiring narrative titled Mobilized by Fear. Sit back, get a chilled glass of juice as I read to you the story. Or if you can read along with me, come on, let's do this. You block your dream when you allow your fear to grow bigger than your face. Mary Manning Maurice. I remember sitting in the doctor's office. I remember hearing the word malignant. I remember discussing treatment options. But all I could think was, is this really it? The ground beneath my feet had already been shaken before walking into the doctor's office. Now, the floor had been pulled out from under me. My mother had recently been diagnosed with cancer as well. Hers was stage four and it was inoperable. Suddenly, we were both fighting for our lives. To make matters worse, I've been struggling with my direction after leaving a successful 10-year career as an Emmy-nominated television news writer and producer. Suddenly, my priorities had taken a sharp and sobering turn. The question was no longer a matter of what I'd do with the rest of my life. It was how long the rest of my life would actually be. In the weeks that followed, I did what I had always done when things got rough. I wrote, I kept writing, and didn't stop. I wrote from my hospital bed after the removed part of my kidney. And I wrote in the weeks that followed. I just kept writing. I didn't realize it then, but I was writing my way through recovery. Those words would later become my first published work in Chicken Soup for the Soul, the cancer book. And I knew they were the most important I'd ever write. Not only because they gave me hope, but because they might give others hope as well. Then I got an idea. I'd always wanted to write a book, but it seems that the time and circumstances would never allow it. Uncertain where my future might lead me, or whether there would even be one, 
I had nothing left to lose. It was time to take the leap to follow my passion. In the month that followed my surgery, I continued working on my nerve, tired, while the savage sleep. And page by page, I felt my love for the written word take hold of me with more power than ever. Inspired, I found a reason to fight, a reason to live. I was fully aware that my first nerve could very well be my last. But I didn't let that stop me. In fact, now my resolve to become published was stronger than ever before. If this awful disease got the best of me, at least leave this world without any regret over letting my dreams slip away. And I had plenty of encouragement. My mother was the one who had inspired me to become a writer. And there was nobody who wanted to see my novel girl published more than she. As the disease advanced through the chemo treatment, the discouraging test results, the night she was too sick to sleep. Never once did I enthusiasm and delight over my progress falter. And she'd always ask the same question. How is the book coming? She was so excited and couldn't wait to read it. I remember her answer when I finally finished my first draft and asked if she wanted to have a look. Oh no, she said, shaking her head. With a smile that reached into her eyes. I want to wait until it's done. I want to enjoy every word. So I got back to work, but soon found that my battle had only just begun, that the road ahead was paved with pitfalls. After finishing my novel, I spent a year facing one rejection after another from just about every agent in New Year can be owned. I can see how many they actually were because I stopped counting at a hundred. Many never even bothered reading the pages I had sent and the ones who did seem to feel my book would never sell. It was heartbreaking and it was discouraging. But I refused to give up. I couldn't. I had already struggled through so much to write this novel. But by June of 2010, it seemed pretty clear that I was spinning my wheels and getting nowhere. Out of desperation and as a last ditch effort, I took the only option that seemed available and uploaded my book to Amazon Kindle direct publishing platform. I figured there was nothing left to lose. I let the people who really mattered, the readers, decide whether my book was worth it. 
and whatever that decision was, I live with it. At least I know that I had given myself a fair shot. Then I got my answer. Four months later, while the savage sleeps began moving up the bestseller list, my book, the one that nobody wanted to publish, the one that no agent even wanted to represent, eventually passed two of Stephen King's current releases on its way to number one. My perseverance had paid off. Unfortunately, my mother never got to see her dream come true. She passed away before I could finish the book. But I still remember the day I hit the bestsellers list. With a tearful smile, I said, Look, Mom, we did it. We saw Jews later, after my health finally began to improve. I found my stride and kept writing. In December of 2011, I released my second novel, The Lion, The Lamb, The Haunted, a psychological thriller, and the results were even better. That book moved into the upper tier of Amazon's top 100, becoming the seventh highest selling novel of more than a million titles available nationwide. And I was soon named one of the top grossing independent authors in the country. Within three months, my sales had pushed well into the six-figure mark. And before long, movie studios, literary agents and publishers began contacting me. It was quite a change, going from being ignored to suddenly in demand. But it felt wonderful, and I wasn't bitter at all. In fact, I was thrilled. This wasn't about saying, I showed you. It was about finally being able to say, I showed me. But it seems this would just be the beginning of my real-life robot. I eventually signed with one of the biggest literary agencies in the country and soon after that was offered an international dual publishing deal. After releasing my third bestseller, Darkness and Shadows, and with a new book soon on the way, my novels are also topped list in several countries, further confirming what this journey is that me. When life throws challenges into my path, I can't let fear mobilize or paralyze me. But choosing the former is the only way out. It's been five years since that day the doctor told me my future looked questionable. Five years of good health and unquantifiable happiness, of living my dreams instead of longing for them, of learning that life is all about the lesson. Andrew E. Kaufman. I believe you were inspired by that awesome story. Take a moment and think about this. 
What are you even afraid of? The reality you need to come with things with this is that you're not afraid of anything. Your real fear is in the pain, disgrace, agony, embarrassment or failure you may consequently feel. The question is, have you allowed fear to paralyze you? Is it keeping you from pursuing the dream or vision God has put in your heart? <laughs> Think of all the garbage that fear has dumped on you. Fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of criticism, fear of height, fear of poverty, fear of disease, fear of crowd, fear of what people say, fear of selling, fear of the dark, fear of rejection, fear of loneliness, fear of losses, attacks, accidents, and even the fear of death. Frankly speaking, we all have fears that keeps us on our toes, running away instead of facing it. One of the greatest emotions that keep us from fulfilling your predestined purpose in life is fear. It steals in, seizes your mind and stops you from pressing forward in so many ways. Our limitation in the ability to control what happens to us every now and then are the origin of our fears. Pay attention. No gain saying the fact that we all have desires and expectations in life. I do. We have plans and ways we want things to take place, yes. I do too. Have and turn out eventually. We ensure we do all we can and anticipate the best to be fulfilled. Not a bad option after all. Despite all, many variant and forces extenuate, sabotage, derail, alter, and entirely cut short all those aspirations. The effect of not acquiring what we want or need tend to be very terrible and painful sometimes. It can be exhausting, draining, demoting, depressive, and even life-threatening. The contrary repercussion of things not turning out the way we want is the root of our fears. Dear friends, the worst kind of response or reaction to be afraid of is to let it hurt you from doing what you must do to become what you're fashioned to be in life. I want you to pay rapt attention. I'm not here to joke around. <laughs> this is an eye opening for you. I want you to listen attentively to the end. It is quite unfortunate that many of us have been held prisoner by fear. We've been taken captive by the fear for many things. Even with things that would not naturally be scary, we are relayed by things that 
we think and causes emotional, physical, and psychological hurt. As a result, we tend to avoid people, situations, conditions, circumstances, and efforts that present the possibility of bringing pains to our existence. Perhaps we have tried something in the past which have upshoot to a negative circumstances and twatted our endeavors. We heard a particular gist in time past about someone's air, agony, or calamity, and allowed this register in their minds and the abyss of our heart strongly, thereby creating a strong old repressing suppressing, oppressing, and holding down our will to advance, improve, progress, march on to do what is essential to become great in life. It's true. We listen to those who say you can never do it. You can never achieve it and allow it hold us down. Ladies and gentlemen, evaluate your life today. Reflect with me and recollect how you hoped and dreamed of a pleasant and exciting future. We always want to be in the Zenitu state. What happened to it? The kind of life you wanted. Many of us did dream about the kind of family, the kind of business, home, the cars, travels, clothes, experience, joy, peace, comfort you wanted. What happened to all those dreams? The influence you, you desire to have? The fabulous life you believed was within your reach. Truthfully, the only thing that enslaves you from fulfilling all those dreams is fear. Guess what? Until fear is enslaved, those dreams will never remain. Guess what? Until fear is enslaved, those dreams will forever remain in captivity until you're released from the shackles of fear. I'm telling you the truth. The strongest barrier, the block, the wedge between you and your dream life is fear. True, we always say nothing is perfect. Life is vanity upon vanity. I'm not disputing that. There is no risk-free place or situation. That's true. Risk exists wherever you decide to go and it's the truth. Every breath you take, every day to stay alive, you risk dying in this life. If you don't lose, you can't gain. Stop playing sick to avoid loss. Stop thinking the new idea or possibility could possibly
possibly go wrong because if you think you can't then you will if you think you cannot then you will not if you refuse to make or move any action if you refuse to move or take any action because of what you think can go wrong you will never progress in life because there's nothing achievable in life without the possibility of going wrong if you really want to be successful in life you must do what it takes including accepting failure and moving on break the jinx of fear that has tied you to a spot lose its grip and confinement of fear you must make up your mind to embrace the endless possibilities of success keep moving because your current state is not risk free or fully secured don't embrace insecurity or build false security the safety or comfort zone you're right now is an illusion the real security is your ability to move upward go onward and push forward till you reach the peak to find out what intimidates you find out what makes it tick what it actually is here an antidote a diffuser a detonator and a neutralizer do away with a life of tension torment and anxiety you cannot go higher climb to the peak slow down think deep and find answers for your next major step if you're afraid of taking the risk don't be scared of anything find the control for all scary matters situations and circumstances in your life rise up with courage and face your fears all you want to achieve in life is in the other side of your fear so find a way around it let me ask again what are you afraid of and are you ready for your greatness and glory if you think you can then you will it is time to confront your fear think it do it achieve it all in your mind be wise see you at the top thank you for listening till i come your way again stay safe